Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. He kōna e pūrangi tēnei nā te reo irirangi o Aotearoa. Alfredo says to me he wanted to move here from Chile with his family because he thought New Zealand was a fair country, a just and transparent country. His experience, though, has been very, very different, he tells me. He says he hasn't got the work he believed he was promised and is saying here that he was even issued a warning by his employer for being part of a WhatsApp group with co-workers in which they discussed their dissatisfaction with the employer. He says it's a matter of freedom of speech. Alfredo claims that his employer gave him and others false promises that convinced him to travel to New Zealand, and since he's arrived here, he's been mistreated. Alfredo came to New Zealand on a three-year accredited employer work visa, or the AEWV. As you may have heard in the news recently, Immigration Minister Andrew Little has ordered a review. Um, the, the claims that were made in the correspondence were that, uh, that some of the checks, or at least checks on some of the employers that were meant to be happening and that were part of the standard operating procedures weren't happening. So there's two areas I've asked the Public Service Commission to organise a review of, and that is the checks on employers uh, seeking accreditation under the accredited employer scheme. And then secondly, the job check part of the process, which is once the employer is uh, accredited, the job they then want to recruit into has to be um, verified as a job where an attempt has been made to recruit New Zealanders into. Alfredo signed a contract to work as a construction technician with BuildHub, a building construction company based in Auckland. But he says he didn't get the job he signed up for. Alfredo's a civil engineer and he tells me he was given work as a carpenter. He resigned after nearly two months and is now broke and living on favours. BuildHub, though, in an exclusive interview with Voices, tells a different story. I'm Kadambri Ragukumar, and I'm at a house in East Auckland today to meet Alfredo. Within minutes of me arriving here, a stream of South American families start pouring in, kids in tow. They're from different countries like Colombia, Peru, Argentina. Alfredo, like most others here, doesn't speak English, so I'm interviewing him in Spanish. I ask him what he paid to arrive here. He tells me he paid around 5,000 US dollars for his visa processes in Chile after being accepted for a job in New Zealand. And that's not including flight fares for three. He says that some people here have paid between 4,000 and 11,000 US dollars for the visas to come to New Zealand on the accredited employer work visa scheme by Immigration New Zealand. Some of them here say they've come to New Zealand to end up being offered work different to what they believed they'd signed up for or for fewer hours than expected and are now living off favours and borrowed money to support themselves. And their story has reached back to their homeland. This news clip features a promotional video for recruitment by one of the charities run by BuildHub, Abroad Global. And the reporter speaks to some Chileans here who claim to have been scammed. One of them who appears in the news clip is here at the house that I'm visiting with his wife and three kids. 
there are snacks on the table and everyone's catching up on each other's situation. In an exclusive interview with Voices, Biltab says it's acted in good faith with its workers, and it's the workers who are opting out of the work that they've been offered. It invited me to its offices in a business park in Auckland, and around a board table here are several employees, including Ricardo Corona Perez, its commercial administrator. He says they're offering an average of 39.5 hours per week, which is within the 33 to 47.5 hours required by Immigration New Zealand. Some of them are saying that they haven't been able to acquire those number of hours. They're saying that BuildHub hasn't given them those number of hours, and as a result, they've just not been able to earn enough money to support their families. Is this true? No, it's it's not true and not accurate at all. So everything what people uh, that BuildHub have promised to the people, and that it's under the employment um, relationship with the company, the company has always complied to all of us in the workforce. So there's a process where, uh, where you put the, the people to work, right? And there's a process until uh, the people get the work assignment, right? And uh, everybody is under the same process. And again, so uh, it's, it's very important to look into the facts, right? Rather to assumptions or allegations. When you recruit people in South America, are the jobs that they sign up to, do they exist already here in New Zealand or do you find yeah, them after yeah, they arrive yeah, here? The, 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 the construction industry provides all that, those options. So it's, there's heaps of jobs out there for everybody coming. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He says 92% of its recruits have work and only 8% are not working. And that's because they resigned or were dismissed. Biltab says it's pulled together evidence and defends its position and paints the workers as disgruntled ex-employees. He says that there were detailed descriptions laid out about what the work of construction technicians involves. The farm as well. So everybody knew exactly what all the duties from the job description from construction technician. So everybody was aware of that. Construction technician. I don't know if you know how to work in the construction industry. You might do. I'm a journalist. I'm just here asking questions. Yeah. <laughs> That's Valentina, who works with Synergy Advisory, the agency that processes the workers' visas. A uh, construction worker does a lot of things in the construction industry. And we provide them, before they arrive, a job description and illustrated job description, the same one, that one. And sometimes in source sites they have to clean, sometimes they have to fix things, sometimes they have to carry things, but that's part of the trade, and we explain that to them. And when they arrive, they start cleaning because they need to know the construction industry is for their safety, it's the clients we have, and they start complaining that that wasn't their job, and they sign it. And we have all the documents for all the people that they sign it, two months before they arrive. So that's interesting. We also are confused because of that. Biltabs say that the warning letter about the WhatsApp group was an attempt to make workers follow its code of conduct about not denigrating the company. And they also say that there's nothing untoward about fees for visas. Immigration New Zealand is now urgently reviewing the accredited employer's work visa scheme and looking into the allegations. And here's Biltabs' Ricardo Corona Perez again. So when, when these allegations began, the, the company invited authorities from Immigration New Zealand and the front police to initiate an investigation and, and to be the first to look uh, after, after the matter, right? Just in order to, um, 
it's 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 always the good faith of the company and uh, here's everything is transparent and uh, yeah that's uh, that, that that's that's those are facts yeah so what you're saying is that all of these allegations are are false that are being yes. made against build Hub. Yes. and you're also saying that you're willing to assist immigration new zealand yes, in this investigation if 100% since they went yeah so is recruitment still ongoing is it still taking place as we speak no, not at the moment. No. Why not? We, we we want to clear out any doubt, right? Because we don't we don't want to to do good things, and and give the wrong impression, regarding all what is going on, all this noise. So we first want to clear out everything, and uh, that the company uh, be relieved of any um, complaint, right? And then the company will keep providing opportunity for. Uh, for, for new people. But by the moment, we are focused in, the, the company is focused in looking after the workforce that's currently a part of the company and uh, just to clear out the matter. So when you- Alfredo is now on a migrant exploitation protection visa, meaning he's made a claim of exploitation and it's being investigated, though nothing's proven as yet. Immigration New Zealand said it couldn't give me an interview, but pointed me to its online statement, which it says it's currently undertaking a review of the scheme. Regardless of who you believe, the allegations raise serious questions about the accredited employer's work visa scheme. Is it robust enough? The visa was introduced post-COVID to actually prevent exploitation and streamline the process to fill the labour crunch post-pandemic. The visa replaced six other work visas before it. I spoke to Paul Jansen, who's a licensed immigration advisor with Turner Hopkins Solicitors, and has been looking into some of the cases of these complainants. He's talking here about the overall accredited employer's work visa and how it works, not specifically saying that Beldhab is guilty of the allegations. What is mm-hmm. this accredited employment scheme all about? Um, in general, it kind of works um, like this. So you have a company here um, that will become accredited and with very little due diligence being done on, in terms of the genuine nature of their business or do they actually have jobs available, but they'll become accredited. Um, that employer will then go back. So once they're accredited, they will go back to immigration. They will request job tokens or or job checks to be approved. And they can request uh, any number of those at any given time, provided they they provide the right evidence. Um, Now, you know, often that evidence is just not being looked at. So the veracity of that evidence is questionable. Paul says the accredited employer visa scheme was actually a smart idea, noble even. But the normal checks and balances were loosened for the accredited employers as the post-pandemic economy dealt with an urgent labour crunch. And this is a result of that, he says. They will get these job checks approved. That gives them a certain number of, effectively a token, um, which allows them to invite that number of applicants for a work visa. And so off they go. And, And essentially what they're doing is selling those tokens into the market. Um, Some of that is done through offshore agencies that they may be linked to, uh, where the employment agency, sort of, you know, in quotes, is out there selling the job. Um, The person takes up the job and then they pay a fee for what they think is a work visa process. And often that fee is really effectively buying the job. Um, They then apply for the visa and that is often done through the agent um, and then they get the visa, they come into the country and essentially once they arrive, there is no job. The job was never there. Um, It was just a a fictitious job check and job token. They're out there selling these jobs that don't really exist. 
Um, they're making their money off the basis either on charging, you know, really high visa application fees or a premium for the job. But as we've seen in the news lately with groups of Indian and Bangladeshi migrants filing complaints of exploitation, he says that there are rogue employers out there taking advantage. They tend to be targeting people who are desperate to come here, um, often where English is a second language. So it's harder for those applicants to do do their own due diligence. And it, it tends to happen more in the triangular recruitment space where the accredited employer is actually outsourcing applicants to different um, different companies. That That's the idea. We need to move quicker than we have been to stamp that out. The market of rogue employers operates very, very uh, quickly. We saw immigration lightening up and not, not sort of doing as much as they would normally do to check everything. They caught off that fast. They saw the opportunity. They moved quick. The same will happen when they start to realise, actually, now, immigration aren't just taking these forms at face value. They are asking questions. They're digging, and they'll disappear. You know, they don't want to be caught, and it's really simple. They're only doing it because they know no one's watching. As of the 14th of August, Immigration New Zealand approved 80,576 accredited employer work visa applications. And there are 27,892 accredited employers currently. So the question is, does New Zealand have some responsibility in this, some degree of accountability for migrants saying that they've been taken unfair advantage of by recruitment companies? I think to a degree, perhaps we do. Um, After all, our systems have essentially let these people down and they've come in. Um, I would caveat that by saying we do have to be careful because there are a number of applicants who may have been complicit in that process. You know, they may have been buying jobs knowing full well that they're coming into this country with no real job here. It was a means to get in. I don't I don't know how you separate those from the genuine applicants, um, but there are certainly genuine applicants who have been ripped off. The reason why we've picked it up and certainly why I've got kind of quite involved in it is it's a bad look for New Zealand. It's not the, the image we want to present to the world. Um, it's a humanitarian issue. We um, and it's it's negative for all the good employers out there, the ones that are actually doing it right. And, you know, it creates, uh, when we're trying to find good talent overseas, this is not the signal we want to send. Politically, the drive needs to move away from the expediency side of things, you know, just processing visas to make it all look good so that the employers and everyone's happy to actually doing this properly. As the accredited employer's work visa is being reviewed by Immigration New Zealand, we'll be keeping an eye on the story. Ricardo Corona Perez of Beltab again. Basically, we have work for everybody that that want to, 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 to attend work and to show up to work and that want to comply with the job description that the, the company provided. Yeah. The big hope was, in the very first, uh, we asked the authorities to step in and investigate. And a desperate Alfredo saying that in a country like New Zealand that's supposed to defend human rights, this shouldn't be happening. That's Voices This Week with me, Kadambri Ragukumar. You can find other Voices episodes on the RNZ website as well as all your favourite podcast platforms. This episode was mixed by Daniel Hurley and the executive producer for podcasts is Tim Watkin. Thanks for listening.
Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So, talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com.